Well, this may be the only film in the series where Freddy doesn't call anyone a bitch. So there's that. Jamie? Okay. Let's go watch A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are. It's myself, Jamie Lorello, the other part of this podcast, DP McCambridge. Mm -hmm. Here, as we are many times before, many times again, we'll be talking about movies from the 1980s, the decade, the glorious decade of the 80s. And all their wonderful movies that were made. Sure. The cinema of the 80s, if you will. Yeah. I think you yes. just said 80s about 80 times in that yes. intro. <laughs> and I think something needs to be celebrated. A celebration. This is the last sequel. This is it, folks. So long sequels. If you have been on this ride with us since... Wow. The Was it police first Academy? of June, the first week of June, I think, is when we started this. So it's been nothing but sequels, nothing but mm-hmm. twos or Roman numeral twos or T-O-O yes. or... T-W-O. Yeah, all those. And now... They were coming at you. We wrap it up. And we wrap now it up we close with... close the book on, too. With something that mm-hmm. people have seen, I think. I mean, I'm not saying nobody's seen Slumber Party Massacre, too. There are diehards out there that have seen it. I didn't sure. realize it until I posted our episode into some horror pages on Facebook. And people are quoting lyrics to songs oh, from that wow. movie. Wow. <laughs> Wow. One guy posted, he was just like, I love that song. And my response was, what song? Yeah. (laughs) About an hour later, he writes back and he's like, I forgot how much damn music there is in that movie. (laughs) So I don't know if he watched it in the meantime or what. Maybe the song that she wrote? Uh, No, I think he was referring to the uh, Driller Killer song. Oh, or the... Oh. oh. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We already talked about it. And if you want to listen to us talk about... Slumber Party Massacre too. Just just jump back in time two weeks, one episode, and you can yeah. listen to us talk about that. If you miss any of the twos, go back and check them out. Yeah, you want to start you Police know what? Academy too? Go for it. They're sequels. Listen to them twice, maybe. <laughs> maybe you get something different the second time. Yeah, you know, you don't know. Maybe our thoughts on the movie change the second time. Who knows? That's impossible because these are recorded episodes. But you don't know. <laughs> Wait, are you saying I shouldn't have gone back and at the end of our uh, Slumber Party Massacre, I shouldn't have dubbed myself in as you going, I loved it. (laughs) Just like that, guys. Well, now I have to say, um, and I don't want to give too much away about my feelings on this movie. Sure. We haven't even mentioned the movie. No. Do it. So after watching this movie, I have a better appreciation for Slumber Party, too. Oh, my. Okay. All right. You know what? And, I I mean, when you say you don't want to reveal, you weren't crazy about that. (laughs) So I I think you totally revealed it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So very quickly, before we get into this... Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to hear me 
on another podcast talking about another horror movie. You're such a podcast slut. I love it. You're all over oh, the place. Yeah, it's I'll delicious. Go anywhere. Yeah. It is a 90s movie podcast. Oh, fun. Called Film Shake. And I was on to talk about two horror movies from the 90s. Oh. One, the super cheesy movie called Mosquito, about giant mosquitoes who kill people. Sounds deadly. It's kind of as good as it sounds, which is terrible, but also fun enough. Like yeah, because they're terrible. a giant mosquito. How big can a mosquito get to kill someone? They're like as big as your dog. And they can kill? Like, are they because of their size and their strong yes. sting? Or are they, they have Well, weapons? they need that much blood. So they kind of just, I guess, Makes deflate sense. you of so all of your like, blood. Uh, deflate the blood? Well... I guess when all of your blood is taken out, don't you deflate? Isn't that oh, what Hot Shots okay. taught me? Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. Lesson learned. Okay. Oh, but, medicine. But, but the real reason I was on that was just a warm-up to the real movie we talked about, which was um, Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Oh. Starring Mikey J. Mikey J. Fox. I did like The Frighteners. And who doesn't love a little Mikey J? Yeah, it was it was interesting to revisit because it ended up not being as good as I remember it being. Uh, it's It suffers from things that have been... Cheesy. You know, yeah, cheesy, kind of like casually racist. <laughs> like really hey. weird. Yeah, weird things. The effects are still pretty good, but the movie is very long and bloated. But not to give away my feelings, which I just okay, did. Okay. Go okay. to Film Shake. Check out their most recent podcast. Again, they're a 90s movie podcast. So if you've had enough of these 80s and you just need, like, you need something to change, change it up. Change up the decade, yeah. And it's only a once a month podcast. You can really, like, it's not going to fill up your podcast player. Go in, check it out. It's, it's pretty so, fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds really fun. Nice. Yeah. And I realized we've been doing this podcast for six years now, and... This is like our first foray into the big horror icons. Like we yeah. haven't done a Jason movie. We haven't nope. done a Freddy movie till mm -hmm. now. We mm -hmm. haven't seen Leatherface of the Texas Chainsaw Ooh, Massacre. No. Oh, no, no. We haven't seen. Can you name any others? I can't think of any. Does Poltergeist count as one of those? You, <laughs> we haven't met the Poltergeist <laughs> from Poltergeist. <laughs> We haven't seen a Chucky. There's not a Chucky. Oh, yeah, there's to be not a seen. Chucky. I feel like I'm missing a big one that I'll remember later and I'll regret it. But yeah, we haven't done any of these like extensive crazy franchises, which the majority of all of them I think were in the 1980s. And we we somehow skimmed right under them. Well, we're good. We're like a skimmer anyway of of 80s yeah. films. You know how <laughs> skimmers skim under <laughs> under things. <laughs> The best skimmers out there just avoid things. Like, they avoid the <laughs> bugs in the pool. Mosquitoes, <laughs> if you will. We're like a really terrible skimmer with a giant holes in it. And yes. just falls <laughs> but then you get some stuff, like the beautiful moth that you're like, what? And then it died in the water. I would have... <laughs> if I was all about Freddy, I would have never found this beautiful moth called Slumber Party Massacre. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But we're here talking about Nightmare on Elm Street, part two. Yes. Freddy's revenge. He needs a revenge. Something happened in the first one where revenge has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For people that saw it, they would know that something happened. And even for you, they're telling you right there, he needs revenge. Something yeah. happened in the first one. Yeah. Right away. We're, we're off to a 
vengeful start, revengeful yes, start. Yes, right. So, so let me just give you. I don't. I don't know how many of our listeners might need a recap, but let me give you a recap I'll of the first it. one very yeah. quickly because they do allude to it. This isn't just a one-off sequel that has nothing to do with the first one. Because it takes place in the same house. Okay. They find our main protagonist's diary at some point. So that is her diary from the first one. Okay. Yes, yes. Played by the wonderful Heather Langenkamp. Now, Heather Langenkamp is known for two things. Mm -hmm. I might be giving her too much credit here, but she's known for the Nightmare on Elm Street series because she's in more than just the first one. Okay, good for her. But, Jamie, you may know her. As one of the ten of us from Just the Ten of Us. Just the Ten of Us. She was like the nerdy, kind of smart daughter. She wore glasses. Yeah. She wasn't like the blonde slut. Was she slutty? No, I remember, I remember her. Okay, yes. Yeah, so that's sort of where... Didn't she wear a lot of poet shirts? A lot of what? Po- po- poet shirts? I don't know like what that means. With... Like shirts with like just shirts poetry with... written all over it? No, but like like with ruffles and weird places and... Probably. Listen, for as much of a fan of Growing Pains as I was, just the 10 of us, I didn't make that jump. I didn't follow that gym teacher into whatever his life was about. Okay. Okay. So I know she was on it, but I couldn't tell you a single episode of that. No wardrobe details. That's fine. I can tell you so many episodes of Growing Pains, though. (laughs) Stay tuned for a new podcast where I just talk about Growing Pains. (laughs) It's really fun. By myself. Mr. Seaver with Mike and... Yeah. Boner. We've talked about Boner a lot on this uh, We have. On this podcast. Yeah. yeah. We thought Boner was in Teen Wolf 2. And yeah. then we talked about his dad in Star Trek 2. <laughs> so, anyway, so in that one, he's basically... So here's the thing. And here's what they didn't quite explore in the second one. Because they mm-hmm. assume you saw the first one. So Freddy Krueger, he murdered a bunch of children. They make very clear. They never say the word child molester or rapist. No. Like They're just like, he was a kid killer. But we know what that means. And then... All the parents in the town like got together and burned yeah. him for, uh, for murdering killing their kids. the kids. And then what he decided to do somehow is kill their children then. Okay. In their dreams. So he comes back yes. as um, not necessarily an apparition or a ghost, but he comes back through their dream. Now, is he supposed to be from hell with all this fire don't and know. these weird creatures at the factory? I don't know how much of that is hell or the fact that he was burned to death. So maybe he just okay. is like stuck in this like hellish landscape heat. or okay. he just likes fire a lot now. I'm not sure. Okay. They don't they don't make that clear. But yes. And in, in the end, the Heather Langenkamp character ends up killing him. And winning the day. But then not really, because much like this movie, it ends with her being like, oh, cool. My friends aren't really dead. Let's all get in this car together. And the car's like a convertible, but the top Mm -hmm. comes up and the top is like the the red and green striped sweatshirt. And it just like drives off and they're screaming. Yeah. So much like this movie ends. But that's how the first one ended, which kind of leads into this, I guess, a little bit. Maybe. Okay. 
But okay. that, that backstory and is important to have. Was Johnny Depp the, the hot boyfriend that she was watching? Oh, yes, across the... Uh, yes. Yeah. She watched her okay. boyfriend murdered across the street? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And he is murdered in that movie in such an amazing fashion. He's asleep on his bed, and Freddie's hands come up under the bed and pull him in. And also everything that's on the bed, like he's got a TV there and everything, and it all goes down into a hole... And then, like, a geyser of blood gushes out of this hole Oof. onto this. And then the cops are there, and they just have buckets around, like, <laughs> with all the blood. Oh, man. In. Yeah. Buckets of blood to clean up. Wow. Yeah, so basically, Freddy kills you in your sleep. But if he kills you in your sleep, you die in real life. That I think that's all anybody needs to know. If you're not familiar with Nightmare on Elm Street, that's the gist of it. Okay. But so the difference in this one, a big difference, is... Freddy does come to this guy in his sleep, but he literally gets inside of him, like possesses him. And that is not the case in the others. No. So Freddy is just Freddy coming to you in dream world. Right. But in this one, Freddy actually gets up inside of Jesse. Like literally Jesse is like. Yeah. Like, like literally, like you don't know at times is Freddy killing people as Freddy or is he Mm -hmm. using this kid as a vessel to kill people or what's happening? And that's the other thing about this movie. I don't think Freddy has an issue with Jesse. Like his family just moved here. Like his parents didn't kill him. So I guess Freddy's just like, listen, I got to kill more kids in this neighborhood, I guess. So I need your help to do it because I don't know. Does nobody else sleep? Like I, I don't quite understand why Freddie needs this kid, but he kind of does. Yeah. So let's get into it, because right. this opens with a little school bus ride. A little school bus ride, which was a nice little. Did you ever take the school bus in school? You I had to. Took the school bus school a lot bus? in school. Yes, until I had a car, I took the school bus. He seems a little old to be taken. I don't want to say old to be taking a school bus, but we see later he's got a car. Yeah. Um. But and this isn't a, him in the beginning. Oh, that's totally him. The I mean, nerdy him guy? dressed as a nerd? Yes. Crying and everything at the window? Yes. I was I, confused because he looked different when he was the nerd. And I was like, "Is that was that just a separate story about Freddy's adventures with some other group of kids? <laughs> and now... Or throw, and that's why, again, I didn't know if that was... If that for if this first scene here on the school bus okay. was what happened in the first Freddy. Gotcha. Okay, I can see the confusion the, then. They looked kind of similar, but he looked different. He looked really different because right? they like okay. squiggy him all up. Like his hair's all yeah, matted hair's down and slicked down. back. He's mm-hmm. literally got a pocket protector on, so you're yeah. right. It's almost like in his dreams. He's way more of a nerd than he is in real life, yeah. which is a weird way to dream because so this school bus goes and everybody's getting dropped off until it's he and these two rando girls that aren't yes. even in this movie, which Mm-mm. I thought was weird, too, because I loved how he goes down in a little bit for the girl that he's driving to school and yeah. her back is to us. And she turns around. And I was like, I thought the reveal was going to be that she was one of the girls on this the bus. girls from the bus. Yeah. But no, these girls we don't see again. But they do make fun of him. Like, they're kind of mean when it's just the three of them left. They look back and go, look who it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Isn't he on your bus all the time? Like, why yeah. is this surprising? But he he is very, he's quiet and nerdy and yes. weird in the back. So that's another thing. I thought this was like Freddy's revenge on anyone that would laugh at a nerd. I thought well, maybe Freddy was a nerd back in the day. And so. That's kind of another thing where 
he's not really picked on. He's picked on by one mm-hmm. guy, and they end up being BFFs forever. Yeah, they're pals. He's the guy he goes to, right. and he's like, you got to protect me. Yeah. And it would make way more sense if Freddie was like, hey, you want revenge on all these people that are picking on you all the time? Like, let's do it, buddy. Yes, no, exactly. nobody's giving this kid no. a hard time at all. Not enough for him to make this Freddie transition. Yeah, even, even when he gets knocked down at that baseball game, like, I don't know how many people come to his rescue and they're like, you're right. You're right, man. Like, everybody loves this kid. And how come the kid's always fighting with his dad? And I wondered why. Well, I guess because Freddie's more after kids. Because they kill the coach, but why not kill, try, try to kill his dad? Well, his dad only wants him to clean his room. <laughs> that's it. That's, the dad is so hung up on having this room cleaned and unpacked. Yeah. It is it wild. Done. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. The dad also does blame him for killing the bird. I could talk about that bird scene for <laughs> the, bird scene, the yeah. entirety yeah. of this podcast. So he's on the school bus and the school bus speeds past the one girl's stop. And she's like, hey, mm-hmm. bus driver, man, that's my stop. And yes. the bus just like off roads it into the desert. Next thing we know, we're in the middle of the desert where we were just in this residential <laughs> suburb. It's like he just takes a turn and you're like, yeah. in the middle of the desert suddenly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that watching a school bus off road in the desert was something I kind of wanted to see, but I kind of really enjoyed watching <laughs> this because it seemed like it could tip over at any moment. It just it goes plowing through. He's going as fast as he can, just speeding yeah. through. And the ground, being a desert ground, is starting to get a little little shakier, a little more. Yep. Um, as the desert does, if you don't as know, the, the desert, desert is clearly a gateway to hell, just to yeah. let everybody know. If you've ever been there in the summer, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the ground opens up, and then they're just like on this big stalactite, like a big uh-huh. pillar over fires of hell. Like there's just fireballs all over and the again, place. And again, I thought he drove them to hell. I thought yeah. that's where they were. I thought... I think I think we're supposed to think that because the outside okay. is just red. Like everything yes. is red now. Mm-hmm. We do see that Freddie is driving the school bus. Yes. In his cool little hat and his fun little sweatshirt uh-huh. and his glove with razor blades coming off of the fingers. He loves to thing. tap those little fingers too. Tap them on the seats. You tap work them on the ceiling. With what you got. <laughs> you do, I guess. You do. I would do more of that exposure. Like when later on when he tells them. When he tells Jesse, like, you're the looks and I'm the brain, and then shows him, like, his brain. I'm like, you need to do shit like that to people. Don't just work those scary fingers. That's the slicer, sure, but your whole face is really horrifying. You should really lead with that. Don't don't cover it up with that hat, What are you doing? (laughs) Hanging out in the shadows in, like, a fun Christmas sweater? No, man. What are you doing? You should... Yeah, it should be knives and look at my whole body's burned. And burn. a vest, wear maybe a, a sleeveless vest. It's Try sleeveless. that. With studs on it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Dress like that gym teacher. That would be terrifying if I saw this guy running at me. A gloved hand, a bald guy burned all over his body in like a leather vest. I would love that. <laughs> so Freddie's driving the bus. He slices at them and stuff like that. And then we see this kid who's not as big a nerd as he is in his dreams. Right. Wake up and screams. His he's, screams. he's in the worst scream. <laughs> the worst. Wow. 
Wow. I can't even. Later, his friend Grady, Brady, I'm not sure, the jerky guy screams. And I'm like, what a stronger scream. Right. When he screams for his dad, the dad. There's a couple of times when our lead, when Jesse wakes up from the dream or is downstairs checking the boiler room. And he screams for his dad and his dad doesn't respond because it was such a terrible scream. Later on, Grady's dad is like right there at the door. What do you need, son? Let us in. Because Grady screamed like a real, I'm scared. This is your father. (laughs) Do you have to announce yourself to your own kid? (laughs) So I think it's hilarious because he wakes up with his blood curdling no offense, but very girly, very feminine scream. It was. And it cuts to his family in eating in the kitchen, looking up and going, well, sounds like he's awake. I'm like, aren't I, you terrified? I love what his sister says. His sister says, Mommy, why can't Jesse wake up like everyone else? <laughs> right. So this happens constantly. Yeah. So he has these, and we get to experience them with him. These I oh. like to call them his sweaty nightmares, because obviously... So much sweat. So much sweat. Such a hot mood. Like, this is probably a great movie to watch in the winter. Like, it'll you'll yeah, feel more warm cozy your bones. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like how his sister's eating Fu Manchu? Oh, yeah, I love that. Wrote that down. Fu Manchu is her cereal of choice. Although, I guess because the prize in Fu Manchu is like a. Some fake nails that she can put on. Oh, like I didn't Did even really that? notice that. Okay, so that's another like callback to Freddy there. I guess, yeah. Okay. It's she very had, yeah. funny. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, who are they marketing this to children? Who Fu Manchu's. Yeah. It's a, it's a very funny joke, I thought. Um, I his agree. dad's played by Clue Gulliger, who's like a, he's an actor that was in everything in the 70s. He's in every mm. TV movie, you know, real character actor. He seems a little old. These parents seem a little old to have a kid that's like, yeah. what do you think that girl is, eight? The little girl, yeah, she's yeah. a youngin'. And I also don't like how he calls um, his wife mom. That's creepy. Oh, I don't yeah, like that. yeah. I don't like that at all. All right, you're, you're not into this family dynamic. You're nope. not. Mm-mm. No, there's something very, like, beaver cleaver about this family. Like, the, the mom looks like she should just be in a dress all day, and she's yeah. always making food, making meals, and vacuuming and stuff, and the, the dad goes to an office. But we never see what these parents do or no. how they spend their time. No, we don't know where they came from. We know they, they're they mostly unpacked, except for Jesse's room. It's got boxes in it. And that is mm-hmm. one thing. First of all, I appreciate one I appreciate many things about this movie. You and I, we're going to disagree 100% at the end of this, I think. Okay, but, all right. <clears throat> I am so happy that this movie doesn't start with like, well, I just moved in. Hey, you must be the new kid, blah, blah, blah. It's oh, just like yeah. they've been there for a couple days, long enough for him to form some relationship with He's this got girl. This, she's really into him, too. Long yeah. enough for, apparently, teachers and students at this school to know who he is, but also to know that he's the new kid. Like, they don't have to go through all of that, and I that kind of like that. New, yeah, yes. you appreciated that. We got rid of that yeah. part. Because he's in a hurry, has no time for breakfast, and he is... Meeting his friend, Lisa. Yeah, sweet Lisa. Well, he's not meeting her. He is driving her right. in his beat-up yeah. automobile. Hey, listen, a beat-up convertible is still a convertible. Yeah, I saw the rest of the cars in this high school parking lot. He shouldn't have anything to be ashamed of. He's doing all right with his deadly <laughs> dinosaur, as he calls it. Yep. Um, this actress, when yeah. she turned around, did you think maybe it was a baby Meryl Streep? Yes! 
<laughs> Many times I thought it was like, Meryl Streep's daughter? Is, no, that's, that can't be. Yes, many times. I really had to look had. and be like, maybe she's a niece or something? Yeah. No, no, no relation, relation whatsoever. But the reveal almost makes you, like the fact that he opens the door and her back is to us. She turns around and just for a second, and I've seen this several times before just yeah. for a second i was like oh, meryl streep what a reveal no wonder she was turned around nope it's just some actress just an actress just a little doppel doppelganger so yeah they have like a like a nice flirty banter but not like overly Mm-mm. sexual or anything it's just kind of no like, she's very concerned about him too yeah, she's right. throughout the movie her concern <laughs> grows but right. she just wants to get to know him and well and in in this very beginning this very first scene they're just kind of it's just like you said friendly kind of simple flirting nothing too hot and heavy right nothing too awkward she even makes mentions to her friends who are very much like, did you get laid? Did you get boned? Yeah. She's very much like, well, he's just a friend. He drives me to school. Yeah. Yeah. She almost is like this doofus. I'm using him for. His yeah. Meals. Yeah. Like, you're almost not like, sure. Okay. If she, yeah. Right. Yeah. But then she comes in the next few scenes. You see how she, she does really care. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I don't know about your PE gym classes. Uh, yeah. Ask <laughs> me about my PE gym classes because none of this was even close. Archery and baseball, all in the field. All it, like together. It appears yeah. as though they're firing arrows two feet from where these guys are playing yep. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it does not seem safe at all. No. He's playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Gets a hit. Oh, no, wait. He's playing defense. And one of the, like this guy who, I don't know. I don't know if we're supposed to think he's like a cool jock or what? This oh. Grady character? He hits the ball and then he's tagged out Mm -hmm. by Mm Jesse. And in retaliation, this dude totally pantses him. Like, just broadly pantsing ass out. I don't know if he's wearing any underwear or what the situation is. We do see this later on when Jesse sleeps, and maybe it's because of the excessive heat in his home. He likes to sleep in his tidy whities. So, so much underpants uh, in this movie. I do think, I do think that when he pulled it down, there's a little bit of tidy whitey there. Yep. But there's there's full bo- booty flesh exposed. Yeah, and all the girls see it. And mm-hmm. I like how you just hear a voiceover of the one girl going, "Nice ass, though." Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's important to know. It's important to know. You know. Yeah. Um, but a brawl breaks out after that mm-hmm. because you can't just pant someone and think he's going to get away from it. So they kind of. Right. He fist fights with this guy, and then the coach pulls him apart, and now they're left to do push-ups on the field for Who the rest knows of the how day, long? I don't guess. they have a I class to get to or something? You would think. You would think, right? Because this gym teacher's like, that's it, that's it, guys. Do a bunch of push-ups. You're here forever. Now hit the showers. I'm like, everyone else is like three periods ahead, and they're still at the gym. they got to get those push-ups in. That's what happens when you pants someone and start fights. Yeah. Oh, well, the uh, this Grady guy does um, mention, because suddenly now oh, they're yeah. best friends, that the uh, gym teacher, he's a little weird. He yeah. goes to, quote unquote, queer S&M joints downtown. <laughs> so I, I don't know. And also at this point, he does find out. That his parents have basically moved into a haunted house where well, someone again, Grady was with murdered. The info. Someone committed suicide. 
Mm-hmm. And um, this girl's boyfriend was killed across the street. Right. The girl was got, went crazy. The mm-hmm. mom committed suicide, right? Right. Mom committed suicide. Girl's crazy. Girl's boyfriend murdered across murdered. the street. Just bad news bears. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what? In my house? Wait, you're saying he wears a glove on his hand? Yeah. <laughs> but what? thankfully, no one else seems to know who Freddy Krueger is. None no. of these kids have any idea. None of these kids are like... You know, that girl used to live there. She ran around to school a whole lot yelling about some guy killing her friends. Whereas, what was that movie we just, what was the prom movie we watched where everyone knew oh, about Mary yeah. Lou? It was Mar- <laughs> years ago, and people were like, oh, yeah, Mary Lou. Well, we know why. It was probably the principal. Every yeah, morning keeping that, keeping like, that this alive. Is I have this <laughs> job. This is my purgatory. <laughs> that night, again, we're treated to another dream I get mm-hmm. like I was really confused about the dreams in this because sometimes it seems like a dream and other times he's clearly brought home by the police. Right. He's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a dream. Does it start as a dream? Because he even at one point says I am sleepwalking. I feel like I'm sleepwalking. He tells right. he confesses to one of them. I don't know. He tells both the girl and his Grady friend. Yeah. He really opens up to Lisa at one point to where yeah. she's like, I am very concerned for your mental health. <laughs> well, she's so funny because her take on all of it when he opens up is uh, that maybe he's got some psychic abilities because of oh, what happened. <laughs> immediately. Because she's like, hey, let me take you to this abandoned uh, place Tell me downtown. if you get any vibes. Like an abandoned electric factory downtown. Mm-hmm. And she's even like, do you feel anything? Do you yeah. have any feelings? I'm like... Where are you getting this what from? What do you lady? think this is? Like the paranormal activity? What do, what's happening here? Yeah, she's this like, little... I got the next Mrs. Cleo in my hands. We're going to make a boatload yeah, of cash. We're going. Here. We're going. Can you talk to him? What is he saying, huh? Where is he? <laughs> so he wakes up and he's very sweaty. He's mm-hmm. very underpants clad, where, you know, you can see everything going on under those underpants. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- this movie. Is in love with this guy basically wearing nothing because he's constantly shirtless. Like, yeah, even when he walks around the house, it's just in a shirt that isn't buttoned all the time. Right, right. Well, you know what? He's not getting a lot of sleep, so right. and it's very he can't hot. be bothered. Yeah, he can't be bothered to button up. But no, when he when he has this, whether it's a nightmare or whatever, he sees somebody out in his yard, kind of follows them. Sees them go maybe into the basement, and when he tries to open the basement door, like a hand pulls the door shut. Mm-hmm. And this is like I said, he screams for his dad at this point. Dad doesn't come. That's when Freddie appears, right? Right. And yeah. gives I him this message. I actually want to cut to Clue Gulliger in bed, being like, "Oh, jeez, this again? <laughs> I'm not getting up. Not this time. <laughs> Happens." All he night. does, he screams like a freaking girl. I'm I, not helping him. I thought it would be easier if we moved, but apparently we moved into a haunted no. house. It might get worse. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, what were his dreams like before he moved into the Freddy house? Like, w- like he woke up screaming all the time, I guess. Like, maybe where they used to live, too? I guess. Um, Just no, the I, way the sister was like, why can't he wake up like yeah, a normal Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they started maybe when they moved there. All right. So I they've been there say. like a week or two, and he's yes. been screaming every night. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. But you're writing that he turns around and Freddy's there, and he's like, hey, buddy. Yeah. You're super cool. It's a, he like caresses his face with his knife uh-huh. and stuff. 
And he even says, he's like, hey, I need your body, man. We're the, we're like two yeah. peas in a pod. I'm the brains, you're the body. Yep. And yeah. this is when he rips the skin off to expose a brain. He's got no skull there. It's just yeah. skin it's and brain. Gross. It's gross. Again, lead with that, Freddie. People right. will freak the fuck out. But no, cover up with your hat. So you and that's look. it. Screams, bad nightmare. Mm-hmm. We don't spend a lot of time in school in this movie. But well, suddenly... because it's a weird school. You just mean that the gym teacher appears to run the entire school? Oh, okay. This the anatomy is, teacher? I was going to say, because now we're in a science class where he falls. <laughs> this is when I wasn't sure what's a dream and what's not, because he falls asleep. I'm ready for Freddy again. Right. But instead we get a gigantic, like, white python mm-hmm. that is wrapping around him. All the kids in this class are looking at him laughing, and I'm like, oh, they're just laughing because he's asleep. No, there's really a giant snake around him. I think it belongs to the teacher of the class who also had a giant, like, cow heart. I don't know. Just plops this cow Takes it out of his desk like he had a highlighter to show the class or something. Kind of like it's just he's got a bunch of them in a drawer and Mm -hmm. this was the one he pulled out today. Mm -hmm. And it's just Mm -hmm. he plops it down so casually like, yep, kind of looks like a human heart. Pretty much the same thing. (laughs) And the kids are so grossed out. And his... His attitude about everything is so cavalier, especially when he goes over to Jesse, who wakes up with a snake around his yeah, neck trying to yeah. murder him. And he's like, oh, you want to play with snakes? Do it on your own time, kid. I'm like, yep. that's your wild animal that escaped somehow. That is, you're giving him shit about yeah. it. Yeah, because then he just carries it away. Like, come on, move, <laughs> pal. Let's go on. How did yeah. you get out of your tiny tank that probably the lid wasn't put on correctly? This wasn't even a nightmare now. <laughs> now we're just, we're just, it's a shot of him sleeping. Like, that's it. Well, it's showing you how poor, how little sleep he's getting, which I like that everyone starts to notice. His girlfriend, Lisa, starts to notice, like, wow, it was so rough night. And he starts to get more and more agitated. I like when he just goes for the coffee, too, in the morning when his mom's like, oh, you look better today. And you he's look, like, you look like you got a lot of sleep. Nope, just yeah. taking a hell of a lot of drugs, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> just taking mouthful, mouthfuls of pills at night so I don't go to sleep. Stay ups. Stay ups. I can't wait to get to the part where they're in the cafeteria and his, his friends, friend's eating with a mouthful. And this guy's does not say one line without food in his mouth. I am delivering every line with a mouthful of food. I don't Like the care. first line was kind of funny and clever and then he's like, I'm just going to go with it. Go with it for the whole cafeteria scene. It's what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's almost like he took a huge bite for one scene, mm-hmm. you know, one angle, and they're like, "Well, now we have to shoot it for more angles." You just you have to, and he's like, "I can't swallow it. I'll be so full." So for everything, you just you just kept it in there. <laughs> it's and at really first, great. it is funny, but then it becomes obnoxious and stupid, yeah. and we just want him to swallow. Yep. Yeah. So he's at home at night, and he's he calls up his his little buddy. He calls up Lisa. He's like, "Hey, Lisa, uh, like I'll I'll pick you up, and we can go do something." And as he tries to go out, his dad's like, "You said you'd unpack that room. It's not unpacked." But Dad, no, mm-hmm. get upstairs. On un- Dad, I love how he stomps upstairs. When he like gets upstairs, he goes, "Oh, oh!" He literally hoofs into the room. Oh. But hey. It doesn't last, his anger doesn't last long, because he puts on some tunes, and this was one of my favorite scenes, when he starts dancing and cleaning his room, and shaking his booty, and putting on sunglasses. The best part of this movie. This is a famous part of this movie. Like, this is 
the reason anybody talks about this movie is this ah. scene because it's so strange and so when he puts on those sunglasses and snaps and just like yeah. music starts playing when yep. he closes the drawer with his butt with, with his booty uh-huh, it's so uh-huh. Great. and then he's got this little dance he's doing you wanted to see more i, wanted I did to see a, a ton. you wanted, I wanted it to, to keep going yeah but his mom opens the door oh and he's there with He's I like on his Jenny, knees but... on the bed, like thrusting against the Yeah, what is this, that like, that he's wooden, got in his hand? I don't know. It's like a popper. Th- I don't even know what it is because it like pops yeah. just right as his mom and this girl walk in. Yeah. And or the music is barely turned up. Like you could barely hear this song. And his mom's got her fingers in her ears. Like she can't stand this racket. <laughs> and he is understandably embarrassed by all totally, of this. Totally, yeah. As you should be. But she doesn't seem, she kind of chuckles, and then, I like it, he's like, I'm cleaning my room. She goes, I know, I'm going I'm to help you. Yeah. So it's together. It's so nice of her. It's so nice of her, and it, it really is like a cute, like, I guess, developing relationship between these two. Sure. I feel like we talked last time about Slumber Party Massacre, how their relationship was zero to mm. time to get down in like zero mm-hmm. to boyfriend and girlfriend in the course of an afternoon. Yeah. These two take a little bit of time. And yeah. Like she's clearly into him and he's, I guess, into her, maybe happy to have somebody around. He's just afraid he's going to kill her once he realizes what's, getting, <laughs> right. what's happening yes. to him. Yes. He's yeah. a, talk about having attachment issues. He's really afraid to get close to her because. I mean, yeah, justifiably so. Yeah, I if can't you're say afraid that you've already murdered a couple people, yeah, maybe, maybe you don't, don't want to go falling in love. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> or at least sleeping. she helps him clean the room, and in helping her cl- him clean the room, in the closet she finds a diary, Nancy's diary, and they mm-hmm. start reading like. Hot, steamy passages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it starts out. Well. Yeah, it starts out with like, oh, Johnny Depp, he lives across. I don't want to go over and take his shirt off, but boy, I really want to. (laughs) And then he like flips ahead like three years in this diary and it's like, oh, this guy named Freddy Krueger's after me and he's got knife hands. Yes, yes. And this is his first clue that like, oh, yeah, that bus driver dream I had. That's this guy. And yeah, Freddy. This creepy. sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he puts it together. Oh, this was what Grady was telling yep. me about. That mm-hmm. there was So yeah, it's it's all coming together. I think they talk she talks about the boiler room and all of it. Yeah, in, she in really the... lays a lot on him. And at school the next day, he's telling her about his dream, but they're interrupted by her friend who does not get enough screen time. I love friends in these movies. They don't oh, do enough with do. this girl. You she's do. not even a character. But she's like, hey, Lisa, you having a party like last year? I hope your dad's not the DJ. That was terrible. And was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's having this big shindig over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Apparently hasn't told Jesse about it. And also, I don't know, a high school party with the parents at home? That's a big no thanks for me. <laughs> It's a big no-no. Well, they do. They do. I mean, those parents go to bed, I guess, in a half sound. No, they hear what's going on. They hear what's going on. But even the mom's like, Mm -hmm. they're kids. Let them have them. And instantly, like, coolers filled with beer come out. Like It's it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. She does have a great house for a party. She's got a big pool in her backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A nice fence so nobody can escape if anything bad happens. Okay. Thinking that way. I like it. So 
the gym teacher, this is another scene where they're in the locker room getting changed again. And suddenly they're mm-hmm. kind of like best buddies and stuff. And they're making fun of the gym oh, teacher yeah. behind his back. And I love how he just calls them dirt balls. He's like, all right, dirt balls, you know what to do. And they're back, back to the push-ups. push-ups again. Yeah, uh-huh. This is these, but they grow up, they, like you said, they have a bond through this. Yeah. See, they... But now, if if the dancing scene wasn't my favorite, and I think it might be. Here's my second favorite because he's at home. It's time to put the birds to bed. As we said earlier, we were just recording for patrons. No one seems overly concerned that this house is as hot as it is. And 97 degrees. Like that's my house the other day was 78 because it's like weird weather here where it's like it's cold in the morning and then it gets warm and I want the windows open, but then it gets too warm. And suddenly you're like, oh, I'm sweating indoors and there's no breeze. It's 97 (laughs) degrees. Like. How long did it take this family? This poor little girl. And like you said earlier, the girl is mainly concerned that these birds are trying to sleep. It is the bird's bedtime, apparently. Yeah. Because Jesse's even like, it's hot here. And his sister's like, Jesse, shut your mouth. The birds are sleeping. Yeah, the birds are sleeping. The birds are sleeping. Then the dad does look at the thermostat. That's how we know it's 97 degrees. He's like, oh, fine. It is hot in here. Because all the other times, he's like, it's not that hot. And he's Jesse's like, there's something wrong with the heat in this house. And the dad's like, no, just heat, perfectly fine. <laughs> um, well, these, these two are quite elderly. And we know how yeah. old people enjoy the heat. So maybe they're, they like it a little maybe. hotter. Um, but, but yeah, it's 97 degrees and one bird... Just dies, just explodes. Just, I mean, right? first of all, I get it. It's very hot. A bird died. They open the cage, and one bird gets out and starts flying around. I love how this tiny parakeet yeah. has the power to knock over this lamp, which I can only assume oh weighs many pounds. This parakeet goes nuts on them and is flying all around, basically trying to attack them. I was waiting for the parakeet to have like a claw, like this little sharp razors <laughs> on tiny, it or something. A tiny Freddy yeah. Krueger claw. <laughs> and it just makes little scratches on their faces. I would totally love that. Or it just has his head with a hat on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be so great. But instead, this bird explodes in midair. Yep. And just as the heat doesn't seem to be a big deal, no one's freaked out by this except for Jesse. They think it has to do with the heat in the house, I <laughs> the, guess. The dad's checking the gas line as though yeah. the gas specifically targeted a bird and blew yeah. it up. And he's also blaming Jesse. He's like, yeah. you monkeyed with something here. You did this. You killed you the bird. This. Yeah, because yeah. even Jesse's mom's like, I don't think that's the gas. And he's like, I'm sure. I, I saw him with a cherry bomb, right? He probably. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yes, what are you talking bomb. about? Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's so crazy how little any of this. Later on, when the toaster explodes in flames and the dad's oh, yeah. reaction it's is, not even that's kind of weird. It's not even plugged in. I'm like, mm-hmm. get out of this haunted house immediately, you weirdo. And that's right after Jesse's like, what the fuck, dad? Why did you buy this haunted house? And my mom's like, what? Like, the house is How many what? people were killed here? And he's like, I mean, it was just, we got a really good deal. Why do you think the deal was so good? I love that so much. How the dad is just scout, just scanning the house. And catalogs are coming and he's just pouring over these being like, I need to find the word murder or suicide yes. or yeah. something in here. That's all we can afford right It'll now. It'll make for a great buy. 
It's kids already having some kind of nightmares. It can't get much worse. So now in a movie where everything has been so hot, he suddenly wakes up at night and it's apparently freezing cold. Goes downstairs, seems so, again, nonplussed when lightning goes in through the window and electrocutes all the dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> I, I expect it to be like it'd be a great commercial for like some dish soap, which is like the cleaning power of oh, lightning. Oh yeah, like dawn. <laughs> yeah. So then Jesse in this dream, maybe question mark, wanders off into town. I don't know how far he walked to get to this I don't know either. S and M club. Yeah. He's sweaty, he's overheated, and now he's in a sweaty, overheated club that's smoky. And in his I, in his jammies, mind you, in his PJs, walks, I'm assuming, barefoot into this, yeah. finds himself at the bar and immediately just goes, I don't know, give me a beer. And the guy, and the guy gives it to him. More than happy to oblige. Basically throws the glass at him, which I thought was kind yeah. of funny. And his good buddy gym teacher is there. And the gym yeah. teacher is so happy, like so pleased as punch to see this kid. Suddenly they're at the gym. Like, I don't know how they're getting anywhere. That's no. why I'm like, well, this is clearly a dream, right? Right, because we don't have, right, because our time frame is all up and we're getting yeah. to the place where we're like, yeah, and they, then all of a sudden the teach, gym teacher is making him do laps for just In the gym, just laps in the reason. gym. Yeah. And again, the gym teacher wearing this leather yeah. studded tank top. I don't know what he's got on. Leather pants, probably, too. I'm assuming. I mean, he's got the club, so why not? Yeah. He makes him do laughs, and then he's like, hit the showers, buddy. <laughs> it's the middle of the night at this school, and this is what's happening. And this is what the coach wanted. Yeah. So while he takes a shower, and he seems to be enjoying himself in this shower, like, he's really taking it all in. He's like, oh, the yeah. warm water, this is great. It's so chilly outside or whatever. <laughs> We I'm see not the, sleeping, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. This is better than screaming. Yeah. Better than, better than being <laughs> inside my sauna of a house, I guess. <laughs> so while this is happening, the gym teacher is in his office being attacked by various balls. All all the equipment is the dodgeballs, the tennis balls, the baseballs, the racket breaks, the rackets, like the uh -huh. tennis rackets. Oh, yeah, yeah, apart. like the little... Things like the strings. Yeah. Let's call them tennis racket right. strings, right? The racket yeah. strings, sure. Yeah, they're all breaking. But yeah, he's getting attacked by balls. Now he put he the teacher delicately put or just deliberately, I guess, put a jump rope on his desk when he first came into his office. You're thinking maybe he was going to do something salacious, you know. Oh, of course. Oh, right salacious. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. It's so delicious. It's salacious. <laughs> so delicious. Um, I think it's <laughs> salacious. <laughs> but but this this um, this jump rope is used against this teacher. Yes, he's basically, I guess, the invisible Freddy Krueger. Mm -hmm. Kind of grabs this. I think he has. Two jump ropes, and he basically yeah, either drags hand is like, yeah, he's drags dragged by both hands into over. the shower, mm -hmm. kind of like hangs him up there by his arms. Well, I love it because Jesse's in the shower, and all the other shower heads start to go mm -hmm. on in Jesse's face when they all turn on. <laughs> this kid, by the way, he had to do some theater acting before he was in this. Hey, you know a lot about this actor, don't you? 
I, I don't, but I'm just assuming by his performance, yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. so yeah. he, uh, yeah. So he, he reacts when all the showers go on and then sure enough. Well, sure. Well, listen, sure enough. Meaning Freddie's going to kill this guy with his glove, of course. Mm-hmm. But before that rips all his clothes off and Naked. just whips him with towels, just yeah. whips his butt with towels. Just getting a little a butt whipping, just and red butt, and the whole time this teacher too, his reaction is just no, no, <laughs> no, no, just different levels of no. Yeah, I don't know how I would react in this situation, but maybe with a bit more life behind it. Yeah. Like I listen, I understand you still don't know what's happening, but some invisible force has tied you up and is whipping your naked yeah. ass right yeah. now. Yeah, I think you need to beg for your life a little more like the rest of them do when they're faced mm-hmm. with, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then we see that he's sliced, like his back is sliced open Oof. with the glove. Then Jesse lifts up his hand and he is the... wearing oh. the glove. Oh, how could it be? How could it be with the worst scream? Every time he screams, I write worst scream. Yeah. Um bad scream very high pitched and then suddenly we cut to his house and his parents open the door and the cops are like is this naked boy yours we found him outside yeah, he was walking on the around. freeway yes. they said he, and i love this so and the cops the one cop says i'd keep him on a short leash and the they the parents are clearly like don't know what to think every time he's screamed from these nightmares the mom yeah. is like we need to he needs to see a doctor he needs something's going on psychologically and the dad's been like ah it's the drugs and i love it cuz he the cops bring him home he's naked they found him wandering and the dad's like i'm going to ask you two questions and then we're going to go to bed what are you taking and where are you getting it? Right. And I'm like, Dad, are you, do you want some? Is that why you're asking? Because you feel so guilty about putting your family in a haunted house that you need some hard drugs? I like later when he's talking to Lisa and he's like, my mom thinks I'm crazy. My dad yeah. thinks I'm on drugs. And I'm starting to believe them. I'm like, wait, starting to believe Which that you're on one? drugs? Wouldn't yeah. you know that? Like, wouldn't you know that? I think you would. I think like, you that's would. the one you'd know. I get it. Crazy people don't know they're crazy. I get that. But... You'd know if you're taking drugs. I would think so, yeah. So at school the next day, there's all sorts of hubbub because... The commotion. The gym teacher really is dead. Yeah, they found his body. Yes. Strung up in the gym, in the mm-hmm. showers, just In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, he was there, too. So this shady... Sure. You know, you go to your S&M club, you bring whoever you pick up back to the... High school gym, and you have You don't know there. what's going to happen. Right. Question mark, dot, 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 yep. risk A. I assume this is what he does with all the dudes he picks up. He's yeah, like, exactly. Here's what we do. You run laps, you take a shower, let me get some jump ropes, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so he dreams of Freddy. He dreams of, like, the Freddy rhyme. One, two, Freddy's oh, coming sister, for you. Yeah. Three, four, that's in the first one. And then he opens up his, I guess it's his sister's bedroom door, to find, and I just thought it was like a creepy little girl, but you're saying this is his sister jumping rope? Yeah, I thought so. All right. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. So the next morning. And again, that's all part yeah. of the dream. And in each dream now, Freddie is a is telling him, you're going to kill for me. I want you to kill for me. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So the next morning, this is when he confronts his dad over buying a murder house. He's like, dad, what? It, why would you buy? And I love it because the mom really didn't know. He's like, Mom, why, Dad, why would you buy a house that someone committed suicide 
the girl went crazy and watched her neighbor across the street get murdered. And the mom's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, hold on. Back up. What's yeah. going on here? And the dad literally, as we said, is like, well, I mean, why do you think I get it for so cheap? And it came with the furniture. So I figured, why not? <laughs> it came with the furniture. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. This is when the toaster explodes and the dad goes, craziest damn thing I ever saw. And my thought is, you watched your parakeet explode yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Shouldn't yeah. that be the craziest thing? And this is maybe number two on that list now. And the uncontrollable thermostat. You don't think that right. there's some wonky shit happening in your haunted house? Yeah, Freddy Krueger's trying to heat this place like it is a giant factory. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. he's doing to this house. So this is when his girlfriend, or Lisa... Takes him to this abandoned power plant where Freddy oh, so he could work. use his psychic powers. Yeah. Now, is this part of the first one too, where we get a little backstory on his job at the I factory? Don't, I don't remember. I I don't remember where he supposedly worked. I I oh, didn't okay. know he took these children back to a factory, and this is yeah, like, thirty kids or something yeah, like that. She said. I I don't remember if this is just stuff they did for the second movie, or if this is talked about in the first. Okay. You have to apologize. Okay. I have all the movies. I should just watch them. And give us an update. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. So she asks, she's like, are you psychic? And he's like, no. And then we're back to dreamland again. Like this, there's, are there more dreams or less dreams than in Slumber Party Massacre? I don't oh. know. Or should we just yeah, call him even? She does dream a lot. She does <laughs> dream a lot. Anyway, this is when he wakes up in the middle of the night. It's still, again, he's so sweaty. Standing over his little sister who is sleeping, like, and she's like, What time is it? And he's like, Yeah, it's really late. Go to bed. And then we see that he has the glove on his hand. Yeah, it's crazy. He realizes so. This was before he has this nightmare, he's trying to stay up. This is when he's drinking Coca Cola and having those stay up pills. I think that's why he wasn't actually able to kill her mm. because he wasn't all the way in oh, his okay. REM sleep. All right. I mean, it is because the 80s. Otherwise, I, don't why I don't know why he's not just going straight for Jolt Cola. Why he's like, oh, yeah, why the heck? Yeah. Coke. I think he was trying to stay awake, and then Freddie still came in, and that's why he was able to kind of tuck his sister back into bed with his claw hand instead of clawing her dead, which would have been sad. I, I, that would have been super sad because yeah. I'm not saying the movie would have been over then, but his parents may have suddenly started paying attention yeah, to what's say, going on. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, little red flag there when the sister slashed. Oh, great. The parakeet explodes, and now you've (laughs) murdered your sister. Something's wrong with the toaster, and now your sister's dead. This is the craziest damn thing I've ever seen. My little girl is cut to ribbons in this bed. Is it hot in here? (laughs) Cut to ribbons. So this is the scene where in the lunchroom, his friend delivers all of his lines with a mouthful of food. And also... This is kind of important, too, because later his friend is not at this party. And I was even oh, like, yeah. I'll bet he explained why in the lunchroom, but I couldn't understand a goddamn word he was he had saying. mumble mouth. Yeah, because you're right. The friend is home in bed yeah. with rubber sheets. Did you notice his friend had rubber sheets? I did not notice that. <laughs> yes. Guy's got a bedwetting problem, you're saying? I don't know. Maybe that's why the dad was so upset. You're not pissing the bed in there again, are you? <laughs> I'm your father. Let me in. I gotta hose down the sheets again. <laughs> so this is all like, or you know, a big lead up to this big party, right? And party at Lisa's. Yep, 
pink tablecloths. Mm-hmm. Like they put fancy tablecloths on all the little tables here. Wait, was it her birthday or something? I don't think so. I think it was <laughs> Nobody just says like happy a party. Birthday. Yeah. There is a cake though. Oh. Because that's when she goes for the knife, remember? Maybe it's like a Memorial Day party. I don't know. I don't know. You're really thinking about this one, though. You're like, yeah. Memorial <laughs> because Day. I was trying to remember if there was like a happy birthday written on the cake or anything. Or... <laughs> You're like, the weather was nice, but maybe they are in <laughs> California. I don't know. So the dad, of course, is working the grill, and he's like playing big band music. Like, they, they do comment how his music taste is terrible. Jesse's just not into it, so he goes into the cabana. Come on with oh, this. He li- wait, no, he tells her. So now the party is, you know, does Jesse go in the cabana before or after the parents go to bed? I think it's around the same time that okay. they kind of shuffle okay. off to bed because they miss all the fun because the they're, they're having oh, a little yeah. session in the cabana right. while I guess the dad's like just leaving or Grilling up the last burger. I don't know. Yeah, and he, yeah. when he's done with the party, the cabana is the place. I thought it was like the outdoor restroom, which I guess is essentially what, what a cabana could be. It could be if you just shit in the corner <laughs> of your cabana. <laughs> <laughs> My cabana, she's a bathroom. You do not want to go in there. This is a mess. My cabana. <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought cabana meant... Uh, like outhouse. You I thought it was like were... Banyo? You were like, all right, I guess that means bad. <laughs> I want you to be at this party. And Lisa to be like, who pissed all over the floor of my cabana? <laughs> and you just ducked behind the grill. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a fancy house. I, I didn't know. I don't know. Cabana, it's a Spanish word for bathroom, right? <laughs> that was weird that I couldn't find a toilet, so I improvised. But I figured, you know, yeah. I don't know. So, so anyway, so he goes in this cabana, and he's like putting his shirt on or taking off. Who knows what he's doing right now? He's never got one on. <laughs> And she's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, nah, "I'm just not, I'm not feeling yeah, this." Yeah, he literally tells her, "I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna leave. I'm just not into this. Um, this is not my jam." Yeah. Did I not tell you I almost murdered my sister last yeah. night? Yeah, yeah. Not the best time for me to be cutting loose at a party. Right. Exactly. I got some shit on my mind. This isn't my jam. And she really wants to get to the heart of, well, why don't you talk to me? If you talk to me about this, we could figure it out. And at first, he's like, "You don't want to mess with me." You don't want to mess. Uh-uh. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm, it's very sweet. I'm going to stick it in. I'm She basically does kind of say that in not so many words. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> she says, I'm going to stick around is what I meant to say. Right. But, um, yeah, they start, they, once she sort of says, you know, I care about you, they kind of start making out. Uh, he motorboats her for a long time. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Like, it's not funny because it's clearly like this actress is like, I am not going to show my boobs on camera. Right, and they're like, right. well, okay, so maybe we could have the shirt over the nips, but his <laughs> hands are also on the boobs, like the side not... of the boobs, squeezing them together, but then his face is just gonna be like he's right. motivating her, basically. Like, like he's just moving his <laughs> face around, like it's it's kind of funny. But you know what? Listen, 
they're high school kids and she high seems into action. it. So right. whatever. It's high school action. Right. So let's, let's let it be. Right. It's on the cabana floor. They're doing all this on the floor of the <laughs> yep. cabana. Anyone could walk in to use the bathroom at any moment. <laughs> but he gets a little freaked out. He's not freaked out at first. He's kind of into this. But oh, well, I would freak out too when your giant nasty tongue comes out of your mouth. Giant, like, I don't know, Freddy tongue. Like, I don't know if Freddy was like, oh, I got to get some of this. <laughs> like, let's yeah. do the tongue thing. I'm not going to do the glove this time. Let's do the tongue action right, right. <laughs> and maybe i can have a little bit of fun that's when he freaks out and like crawls away mm-hmm. and runs away runs out of the cabana right to go to his best friend's um bedroom <laughs> like his friend at one point it's like how'd you get in here yeah <laughs> i kind of had that same question because he did just he's like i need you you gotta help me yeah you just I, you gotta help me. And at first, his friend's like, "I don't know, I don't know." But then he he confesses everything to him. He's like, "I killed the coach. I almost killed my sister." And then this cabana thing. And then he says, "Cause again, we don't know if these are dreams." And he's seeing Freddy, and Freddy's like convincing him to do these mm-hmm. things in the dream. But he he tells um, Grady, "No, it's inside of me." Freddy's inside of me and you need to watch me. You need to not fall asleep and watch me. And if I do anything, you need to stop me. And if I try to leave, you can't let me. This is one thing that happens in every single one of these movies. Like the protagonist at one point's like, I need to go to sleep. Now, sometimes it's like, I need to go into the dreamland to kill Freddy. And other times okay. it's like, I just need to take a nap. Can you just stay up and watch me? And it never works out. Like every time the other character ends up falling asleep. Falling asleep. Yeah. yeah. It's unreliable. I thought so too. I'm like, this yeah. Grady guy is not going to. No. He can't swallow his food. You think he's going to stay awake right. and watch you Except sleep? He is not concerned really with you at all. Like if you're going to do this, Lisa is the one to turn to. Like yeah, Lisa, Lisa is into it. She's into you. She will stay up. She's not going to fall asleep like this dope because he flips through five channels and is like, well, nothing on. Time to go to bed. Yeah, I guess I'm snoozing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right after he goes to sleep, Jesse wakes up and he's like, it's happening again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are some great effects, I believe. Maybe you don't well, as agree. it starts to happen, yeah. What, first you think it's happening. Oh, I'm getting sweaty right. again. We know. You sweat a lot. <laughs> it's, we get it. It's happening. It's so hot in your room. <laughs> But then it starts with his arm, right? Isn't that where it, it starts, starts with his hand, like the like the knives come mm, out of his fingers, which is a spring. really mm-hmm. cool effect. And his arm starts mm-hmm. to get ripped up, and then literally Freddy just emerges from his body, and from his stomach. It's like a birth. What happens in his in uh, in Jesse's <laughs> mouth? There's like an eyeball. When he opens it, you see an eye looking around, like what's happening? Yeah, here? yes, yes. Yeah. But it's not necessarily an eye attached to Freddie's face or anything. It's just this. No, I, I think we're supposed to think it's Freddie like looking out, like here I come, everybody's oh, just getting okay, ready. Okay. But yeah, he basically kind of just like gives birth to a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. In a, a sweater Freddy. and a hat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Grady's like, oh, shit. He's the doors locked because when Freddy's around, he can lock doors. Well, no, um, this kid, when he goes up, when he's explaining this to him, which I thought was very interesting, he walks over. Jesse walks over and locks the door to his bedroom. Oh. And oh. for some reason, this kid can't get it unlocked. His parents are outside and Freddy just totally knifes this kid. Mm-hmm. 
the knives come through the door. Like this kid's yes. parent sees knives and blood coming and out of the door. And a little bit of drippy blood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And they call the cops. But suddenly mm-hmm. it's just like Jesse's all covered in blood. Yeah. And he's looking at Freddie in the mirror. He's again got the glove on. He looks over. Freddie's in the mirror like, oh, I killed him. Nobody's going to yeah, think yeah, it yeah. was me. <laughs> How does he get out of here? Does he just like climb out he the window? He jumps out the window. Okay. Yeah, I think he jumps right. out the window. Yeah. He's like, I got I to gotta jet. I got to go. And he goes back to Lisa's. Yeah. Lisa's like very large. Like she's got a nice house, I guess. She's got a nice pool yeah. and everything. I don't know where yeah. they are. They're apparently in like a living room. Where doors can be locked so you can't get into the living room. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's fancy. Uh, yeah, it's a big space. He confesses to her, like, I killed mm-hmm. the gym teacher, and now I kill I my friend. I just killed Grady, right. <laughs> That's why I'm... She's like, are you okay? He's dripping in blood. Yeah. She's got information to share with him, though. Right. She did some of her own research on Freddy within the diary. I like how she's got like... the diary. Like, at the end of this room cleaning, she's like, can I just hold on to this? This is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I need to... I'm going to just keep reading this. Um, but she tells him, no, 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 Freddy is, Freddy is feeding on your fear. That's why right. he exists is because you're afraid. Cause he's like, he owns me. I can't, yeah. I am him. He is me. Right. He's inside of me and he's trying mm-hmm. to get out again, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, so on and so forth. I Lisa's, don't want to hurt. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Lisa starts reading to him from the diary. I like how he just like, he like falls behind a table and then suddenly Freddie jumps up and is oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you can't hurt me. Like it's me now. Your boyfriend's dead or something. He can't seem to kill her because I guess there's still enough Jesse in there. Yes. And he does chase her for a yeah. little bit and bites her leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, also during this scene, I was like, why aren't you using the hand with the knives all over it, Freddie? Because he yep. keeps grabbing her leg, pulling her back. She gets away. Yeah. Pulling her back. Gets away. <laughs> and just like, like, like it's yeah. a turkey leg. <laughs> yes. And when he does use the hand, it is to grab her and she gets away. So his hand almost like gets. And she, I think she hits him over the head at one point. I Maybe not. Don't know. She does she's, try to she's fight him a little. fighting back. Yeah. She's doing mm-hmm. her best job of fighting back. But eventually. And her mom and dad can hear stuff going on upstairs. They're locked in their room now. They, they are. They can't yes. get out. What about these looky-loo friends? They're just like peeking in the window watching. Oh my God. Like How around. creepy is that? That they, because the, all doors, all doors are suddenly locked. Right. By the way, what about at the party? How all of a sudden the hot dogs are on fire and the beer is exploding and the pool's heating up. The pool's actually bubbling. Like these these yeah. kids should be cooked in this pool, but yes. it just seems to be yes. like it's kind of toasty in here right yeah. now. I wonder what's going on. The beers are exploding. And the hot dogs are spontaneously yep. combusting. She keeps encouraging him in the beginning to fight back with Freddie, right? To fight back, don't let him take you. Oh, she does stab him at one she point. She stabs him, but it's nothing's like a soft, happening. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, it's like she's a soft stab. Yeah. Nothing. And then he talks and, to her in Jesse's voice. Yeah. And this is when he throws her against the wall. And then he like jumps out the window. And now Freddie's just part of the party. Now and he's now in the party. It's just like kids fenced in in an electric fence. What is happening when this one kid touches the fence and it's all zappy? And oh, it might be. Might like, be. What's going on? So it's What about just, the one brave kid, the mediator, who this comes out hilarious. and is like, tell us what you want. <laughs> just stay calm, Mr. Crazy Burned Up. <laughs> Claw hand man. He even says, he's like, listen, 
Nobody's going to hurt you. <laughs> what are you talking about? He just killed eight of your friends. Nobody's going to hurt him. And Freddie's like, Freddie creepily says something like, you're all my children <laughs> you're now. Like, you're all my children now. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Her dad has a shotgun, but he just walks down and misses. He's a terrible aim. Yeah, terrible shot. Terrible shot. I think shot. he hits that cake. I think he destroyed he her birthday I think he does. <laughs> And, and even then, he's got to reload. He's like, gosh, yeah. dang. And that's when she blocks him. She doesn't want right. him to kill Freddy outright. still Jesse, I guess. Right. And this is know. when there are cornered teenagers, and Freddy just, like, walks away. He's like, yeah. I'll just walk through these bushes that burst into flames. I'm good to go. Yeah. That's and it. then burst into flames. Yeah, he just yeah. flames out. So then... Disappears. Lisa, she wraps her ankle. I like how she wraps her ankle with yeah. teeth marks on it. So she goes back. This is the ending. I this ending is pretty bad. I mean, you may have thought the whole thing was bad, but this ending is terrible. So she goes back to the abandoned electric factory where he used to work. I guess she's like, "Where would Jesse go? Here, I took him here yeah. on a date or something. I don't know." I don't know. Then she's confronted by the dogs, dogs with human faces. <laughs> <laughs> what Those is are this? so creepy. And even she's like, I don't yeah, know. She's even like, this is gross, but I guess I can just walk right by them. They seem to be chained up. Yeah, strange looking dogs with these like yeah. kid faces. And there's a rat too. With a there's crazy a face rat on it. that looks like a monster. Then a cat mm-hmm. that's kind of a monster jumps out and eats the rat. And then rat. they all have the weird teeth. Yeah. But... Freddy chases her into a corner. Mm-hmm. And is this Jesse? I don't know. She says that she loves it. Like, she basically kills Freddy with the power of love. Yeah, she tries. Oh, it is kind of gross, though, when she says, like, I love you, and he's still Freddy, so she tries to make out with him. Um, when she's, like, she's, hugging and giving, like, all smoochies on Freddy. Like, I kind of uh, love that, yeah. And I'm like, that man's brain is exposed. Yes. Do you know that? Like, you can feel the texture of his brain yeah. underneath his skin. <laughs> Don't do that. At least make out with him with the hat on. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Like, can you just put this hat on and I'll close my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> so then he like falls down, like he falls to his knees and he's like, no, I'm Freddy. Yeah, and then yeah. fires all over the place, kind of burns him up, like kind of burns the Freddy off of Jesse, basically. Yeah, yeah, literally the Freddy fries off of Jesse. Yeah. Oh, Freddy Fries. Yeah, you like that? Then a sad, ashy Jesse emerges. (laughs) And that's it. And that's it. Because I was like, at the end of this movie, and now it's like the next day, whatever. They're reunited. That's adorable. So at the end of this movie, it's kind of like the beginning again. Oh, yeah. Bus shows up. Mm-hmm. He leaves his house. Whole new lease on life, apparently. Well, he's got these bandaged arms. arms That was the thing where I was like, so wait, everything happened like yeah all of all those kids were dead at that party we don't see his best friend on the bus or anything so i'm like well that kid's dead like yeah. what is what's happening because he's so full of joy and it, yeah his, he even tells mom like i'm ready yeah I'm his ready mom's even back. like yeah. have a great day at school why are yeah. you taking the bus where's your car nobody asks that question nobody that yeah question. where is the car i know why are we letting him take the bus the bus again starts freaking out mm-hmm. and of course He's flipping out. And I love mm-hmm. how Lisa's even like, fucking relax, dude. Come yeah, like, on. it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. And this friend, this is how the movie ends. This friend who has no personality. She doesn't even have her name. She has we, no name. Yeah. 
idea what her name is. She's barely a character. This movie ends with her being like, guys, school's awesome, or whatever nonsense she says. And Freddy's clawed hand bursts out of her chest. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's the end. There we go. Uh, can we say that the um, movie does end with the song sang in Lady in White, and I was a little bit scared. <laughs> Oh, that movie scared me so much. Lady in White. Yes. Yeah. Lady oh. in White is a scary one. I can't yeah. listen to. Did you ever see a dream walking? Well, I did without being terrified. <laughs> so, yeah, that is how this movie ends. Mm-hmm. Or this is a dream. Who knows what's happening? But guess what? We know Freddie will be back in Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which has nothing to do with this one. Like every movie after this kind of ignores that this was a movie. Ah, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I'm gonna give you my my take. My take is first of all, you you don't remember the first one if you saw it out of the corner of your eye while doing Mad Libs on a porch. Not <laughs> sure, maybe. Uh, this is my second favorite nightmare movie, and it's it's second only after the first one. I oh. I like this a lot. Like I said earlier, before we started recording, after this, it becomes very cookie cutter very much like here's a group of teenagers Mm -hmm. now we're going to kill them one by one every movie after this follows that and this at least i think is trying to do something different like this is a different horror movie this is it's not really scary but it's not really about freddy it's kind of about this jesse and his yeah yeah like trying to be possessed and i don't know there's there's a lot going on in here that i appreciate more and more this is probably the one that i would return to more than any other one because it's a pretty breezy light watch and um yeah that's it that's those are my thoughts but why don't you go ahead and let it was light if i would i really gave it like barrett had asked me what i thought and i first i went man lukewarm like i'm Maybe have the little head sweats, right? Sure. I'm not. It's nine, not 97 degrees. No, the, the, but, your your <laughs> baseball helmet lamp isn't melting. No, yeah, and my record albums aren't uh, melting all around me. I did kind of like that effect of the record album, just like drooping just slightly. Drooping, yeah, like, yeah, it's really hot. Yeah, I don't know if it was the actor's performance or it's Freddie himself, but yeah, it made me appreciate the silliness of Slumber Party too, and think okay. Maybe that's the. It just, you know, this. Maybe it's because it was all sequels. But this this year of horror for us just wasn't. Um, it was it was very lukewarm okay. to me. Although I did like that Mary Lou one. Yeah. Um, that we did. Um, that's fair. But and I I'm I'm not sure why. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't totally hate it. Um, and maybe because it was a sequel and not knowing the whole broad spectrum. Of the Freddy, um, but yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it, so I felt very meh about it. Okay, that's yeah. that's fair. Okay, and that's kind of your wrap of Slumber Party Massacre too, too. Yeah, like you, yeah. it's kind of the same feeling. Yeah, but I kind of I do have to say I like that this one made you appreciate that one a little more because if did. I'm gonna pick one of these three, it's always gonna be sleep or Slumber Party. It's gonna be Slumber Party, Slumber Party yeah. Every Slumber time. Party, and now I can see why. Yeah, same yeah. here. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Do you have a recommendation because I of this movie? Do actually, I do. So I just recently finished the whole series because I think the series just ended. I don't know if you've watched it yet. That Lovecraft Country on HBO. I don't even know what that it's is. Really no, no, good. No. 
It's really good. Okay. It's it's I guess it's sort of loosely based off of some of Lovecraft's stuff and it's it's mm-hmm. um really I thought really well done. It's got monsters and witchcraft and horror and at one point like in this movie where the Freddy comes out the right. the there's a transformation of one of the characters where it's one character, but then another one bursts out of it. It's really good. You would really like it. Okay. Lovecraft Country. All right. I'll um, have to check that out. I think Very it's cool. on HBO. I wish okay. I could give you more of an uh, – I thought you would have heard of it. So I was like, oh, I, fly I have not that. heard it. No, I haven't heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because it's a I – kept, I kept it in mm. mind for this, and I just saw the last one, the season, and Sunday, I think, was the okay. last um, of the season, the last episode. Um, and I kept thinking, I'm going to recommend this show for one of these movies that we watch for Horror Month. And here we go. Got you it managed out there to before get it we're in done. Yep. Right under the wire. You're mm-hmm. like, whoops, last chance to do this. Here it is. Boom. All right, very cool. How about for you? Um, mine is a recommendation that if anybody likes this movie, they probably already know of this and have probably already seen it. But it's a documentary mm. from 2019. Called like Scream Freddy. Queen. Oh. And it's a documentary about this actor, Mark Patton. Oh. Because this guy had some issues, and it all comes from this movie. Really? The actor uh, that. Oh, that's why yes. you said earlier, you know this guy. Yeah. This, oh. this movie kind of killed this guy's career. Oh. Uh, he was a closeted gay actor at the time. He did some Broadway stuff. He did um, come back to the Five and Dine, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did the Broadway show and then was in the movie with Cher. And um, and they kept, like, he got this part and it was such a big thing. And he was mm-hmm. very excited. And the script rewrites kept getting gayer and gayer. And oh. at one point, it was kind of like they were really trying to out this kid or at least he thought they were trying to out oh. him and everything in this movie in yes and and so much stuff like they kept rewriting stuff like lines like he's inside me and he's coming and like oh. all this stuff and they kept piling it on or at least this is what he his sort of interpretation yeah, yeah yeah so it's really great cuz the documentary is again about his entire life and it's kind of fun cuz he like reunites with the cast and he really blames the writer, doesn't blame the director so much. But he reunites with these people. At one point in the documentary, wow. he, like, confronts this writer and stuff. And they sit down and have this, like, they sort of hash it out. And he then talks about later on, like, how he has come to terms with the fact that this is what he's famous for. And now kind of embraces it. Like, you can find this guy at conventions. and Okay. Yeah, so it's a really, really great documentary. What's it called? And, uh, Scream Queen. Ah, yeah, makes sense. It's yeah. it's really fun because like then it shows him like he is like a guest, like he'll open drag shows and stuff. And oh, and at this one drag show, it's really great because like the crowd gets him to do the little dance that he does. Oh, in the thing. nice, it's, nice. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, and he, you know, he'll like introduce the movie when it's showing places and everything. So he kind of embraced it, but it sounds like, cause his boyfriend at the time died of AIDS and like, it was just, it was, it really goes into like how rough a time it was in American history to be a gay man at Mm -hmm. this time. And again, Mm -hmm. we were so young. Like I, I knew it was horrible, but it's really interesting to hear of somebody who was like, in their 20s at that time and yeah. going through this. So, huh. yeah. 
So it's cool. really fantastic. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Yep. So check it out. So now, let's put these sequels behind let's us. Close Jamie, let's the door. Put them to close bed. Close those sequels. Put yeah. them to bed. I don't know if I ever want to watch another sequel. I'm good for a while. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least a year. Yeah. So now, patrons, you may not know this, but if you bump up your patronage above that $5 tier, there's another tier there. And if you pledge at that tier, you get to assign us a movie to watch once a year. We'll give you a slot. We'll give you a month. And every single time that month rolls around, you pick a movie. You tell us. So now, this is our good friend and show supporter Zeke's choice. And who could forget his choices of Cobra? He started off so doing Sly's Giving. Like, yeah. without Cobra, we wouldn't have started this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After that, he had us watch Tape Heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last year, Amazon Women on the Moon. Whew. I know. So now, he's chosen a movie that I only knew by name. Mm-hmm. And what a crazy name it is. The name of this movie is called... Hell comes to Frogtown. To Frogtown. And it's a movie about literal frog people. Oh, <laughs> so Zeke. It stars the wrestler, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Piper? Oh. Yep. Oh. <laughs> and I have no idea what the movie's about. Like, apparently, he has a run in with some frog people. I don't know. I can't wait Sounds to watch amazing. it. Sounds amazing. Very excited amazing. about this. So always with the spicy yeah. picks, Zeke. Thank Not you. Not a horror movie, but sort of an action movie. But man, if there are frog people, I can't think of anything more horrifying. I mean, if there's <laughs> Rowdy Rowdy Piper trying to act, <laughs> I can't think of anything more frightening. Awesome, fabulous. Yeah, and I know that I know that we've talked about. Um, oh, what's the what's the John Carpenter movie that um, they live? Mm-hmm. I know we talked about they live. That's another. Rowdy Rowdy Piper joint, mm-hmm. and I know we'll get to that at some point, but I like that this is our entry this to our entry. any wrestler in a movie that we're covering. I'm pleased. So, everybody, thank you again for listening. Go to yes. our website. That Please. way you can find all of our links there. You can find our Patreon. You can find our... Uh, all the, the social things. medias. <laughs> all yeah, the all the links to the all places. All the merch stuff. It's all on our website. It's goodtimesgreatmovies.com. Go check it out. We're there. But get ready for Frog People when we talk about Hell Comes to Frogtown two weeks from right now. Coming at you. And until then, everybody, have a great two weeks. Bye.
instead. I like how all of your party slash sleepover stories involve Mad Libs. It's such a fun party game. <laughs> Jamie, come on in. We're watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Nope. Happy to play Mad Libs by myself on the porch in the dark. <laughs> It's your funerals, ladies. You're going to be having nightmares later. I'm just going to be chuckling, thinking about these adverbs. Happy Halloween, fuckers. 